Bourbon and Badges. I'm Hound Dog here in Studio 77 with my buddy Slow Riding Buck, and he's pissed. I'm pissed. Well, apparently I'm not doing as bad as Hound Dog is. Yeah. The heck's happened to your voice, that? Hound Dog? Oh, oh, I'm back. Hey, one. You just touch your feminine side there for a minute. As our special guest, we got a good topic over tonight. We got a special guest to cover that topic. Carly Hoops, my heart, my daughter. You doing, girl? Here on the podcast. Hey, Carly. <laughs> hey, Reggie. Good. <laughs> you know, say, say, hey, Reggie. Say it about. I am Reggie, apparently. Oh, don't ever talk hey, like Carly. Girl. Hey, Carly. <laughs> all right, uh, we're here to talk about a joint adventure Carly and I have done. Tell us all about it, honey. So we just published our first children's book, hopefully not our last, on Amazon Publishing. And it is now out. Applaud. We all got a copy here we're looking at. Applaud will be nice. Let's do it. How about that? <laughs> all right. Yeah, everybody's got a book to look at. Uh, give us a little bit of background about it. You want to introduce the title or anything? So the title is Eddie and the Fourth of July Party. To summarize it in six words... Too many feet, not enough shoes. Cool. <laughs> this stemmed from a um, bedtime stories I used to tell Carla when she was little. And I put those words on paper, and she took it from there. She done, gosh, she done everything. You know, she done illustration, the background, the editing, the publishing. She done everything. I did have two friends who helped me edit. Shout out to Courtney and Lizzie. Thank you for your help. I imagine the editing part was really extensive. <laughs> we did edit it three times. Knowing what a fine wordsmith Steve Collard is. Now, is that a wordologist? Yeah. Yeah, they're wordologists. You're a wordologist. I'm the wordiestologist. You're wordy. Now, that's, that would be wooden. All right. What are you drinking tonight? Uh, Colonel Lee Lee's. That guy. <laughs> that's right, Colonel Lee. I thought we'd... Uh, we actually had something else planned. Buck had something special planned for the night, but I asked him, let's put that till next week because I wanted some E.H. Taylor to celebrate the Carly and my book hey. that we're going to autograph for you guys before you get leave the studio. Sweet. Thank you. All right. Good deal. All right. Uh, do we go ahead and do a pour right quick? Yes. And, and <laughs> just helping you out. So the first one turned the glass over was Carly. So Carly, Carly's not going to drink, but she is going to okay. know if you'll give her just enough to nose. I have to do it. Yeah, would you do it? Well, I'm, I'm going to talk about the liquor. Okay, everybody knows the, knows the, um, the manufacturer of this, right? E.H. Taylor. Buffalo Trace. Now, there's no age statement on it, and there's no mash bill statement other than mash bill number one, which everybody knows is a low rye. So... It's probably going to be more in my wheelhouse than maybe Bucks, because Bucks a big Rye fan. How's that, Bucks? That's good. That's good. Yeah. I'm, I'm impressed with you. You're getting better at that every week. I am getting better. Now, the location for that uh, it was actually first produced was Old Fashioned Copper Distillery that E.H. Taylor actually named that. OFC. Yeah. So it's on the buildings at the Buffalo Trace. Yeah, still, still is there. Oh, really? Yeah. I did not know that. It was... Uh, actually, I got a picture of it. Lee's Town Distillery before that. And then 1989, they changed the name to Old Fire Copper. Well, I've got two things here, Old Fashioned and Old Fire. They ain't sure which one they have stand for. It's Old Fire. You sure? Yes. Positive. Now, well, how do you know that as far as? Because I went on the tour and they told me. All right, okay. So, so it's going to be Old Fire. All right. Good deal. Colonel Edmund Hayes Taylor, Jr. Or was it Forged? No, they said they, they can't decide. They can't, they can't remember actually if it's between the uh, old fashioned or f- old fire. Okay. Carly, join in this anytime you want to. You know, you, you uh, graduated college, so don't act like you don't know anything about liquor. Now, are you the, a, a bourbon aficionado like Steve claims to be, or, or do, you just, do you sample it? Do you like bourbon? You know? Um, no, I am Thank not so. an aficionado. And the reason I'm not drinking is because I work at a private Christian school, so I like my job a little too much. Understand. But I am a good sniffer. Oh, you're not going to enjoy Buck at all, then. <laughs> um, 
Monk, Monk, Monk. Uh, tell us about yourself a little bit um, while you got a little chance. Yeah, so I am working in marketing communications. Um, I have a blog. It's a travel and lifestyle blog called Carly Alexandria. So if you like travel, you know, check it out. I sell travel prints and now the book. Oh, that's cool. That's me in a nutshell. What did you major in? Print media. Cool. So digital media now, I guess. All right. And you made it, where did you go to college at? North Greenville University. Ah, cool. Mm-hmm. And you liked uh, North Greenville so, or Greenville so much you stayed got there. married and stayed there. Mm-hmm. I moved away for a little bit to Raleigh, North Carolina and came back. You'll, you'll name drop your husband right quick? Asher Hoops. Yeah. Also a listener. Uh, Greenville's well, awesome. Greenville's awesome. I, I love it. It is Greenville. a cool little town. All right. So we got to pour on this. There's no age statement. We know it's at least four years old because it is bottled in bond. Do you know who first actually came out with the government standards for bottled in bond? I don't, but I'm afraid you're going to tell me. I'll give you, give you a clue around dog. We think of who we think it is. Let me think. Tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. Uh, Colonel Taylor? Colonel Taylor. E.H. Taylor. He done bottled in bond in 1897. Is the very first food and drug, what called food and drug at the time, food and drug uh, law ever produced. Liquor was the first one ever produced. All right. Let's say it again. I was looking at the ducks. <laughs> there was uh, in ni- 1897 they, they he petitioned petitioned the government to regulate bourbon and whiskey, and that's where bottled and bond come from. And, you know, it's, it's bottled and bonded in a from a um, government standards of a war in a warehouse. So it's pretty cool. So all liquors that are bottled, all bourbons that are bottled and bonded go through a specific. They are in a bonded. Federally bonded warehouse, and they have to be at least one proof when they come uh, when they go bottled. Yeah, you know, it's really some uh, rigid standards, and, and he did that back in those days because people were doing everything like say putting spitting tobacco in the liquor yeah. just to get the color and stuff to to have some type of uh, standard. Yeah, the Alcohol Trade and Something Commission was was what is actually called that governs that, but that was the very first ever food or drug type law passed to regulate. The, the quality of uh, it was not only a spirit, but any type of food. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. All right. Carly Alexander, you're off the quad down there. Just listening. All right. We're going to listen. Has everybody knows this? No. Let's take it. Let's listen to what this is about. Caramel. <laughs> Smell nope. some nail polish remover. <laughs> <laughs> that's not on your nails. It's actually from the glass. From the glass. So ser- seriously, what do you smell? I don't know how you smell caramel in that. Buck smells caramel and everything. He's gotten caramel out of those cookies you brought. <laughs> Although I did cheat and read the notes before. Well, in That's my fine. notes. You're not supposed to tell notes yet. It's until we nose it and tell us and say what we want to think about All right. it. While you're thinking about that, I did, I did have a little thing pronounced here. Uh, Buffalo Trace Bill, uh, mash bill number one. Do you know all that consists of? What, what bourbons? Yeah, that they put out. Just about all, all their stuff is almost. Stag yeah. Jr. Stag Jr. Buffalo Trace. Stag. Uh, Eagle Rare. Well, they don't have Stag on there, but I'm sure they E.H. Taylor and uh, Bitchmark. All, all the same mash bill. So like the uh, the Pappies, the Whalers, all those are wheated. Yes. And also, supposedly, E.H. Uh, e. Taylor is stored in a rig house from the very first e- that E.H. Taylor actually built on the property. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. Ooh. <laughs> About knocked it over. That'd be bad. For, for the third or fourth straight yeah, week. Be, if he knocks this, that would be the fourth time. Okay, so what do we what do, what do we get on a note? Yeah, oh, I was going to tell you, there's, there don't have any nosing notes on here. I get corn. Seriously? Sweet corn, yeah. Well, you know, it's at least 51% corn. I'm getting... Uh, Vanilla. <laughs> You're going to say it, are you? You were going to say it. You were going to say it. And caramel. Yeah. I do get licorice. All right. Really? Uh, really? I'm not the one who's got to sit in our seat and not move around too much, Buck. Your seat's driving everybody's crazy. Well, well thank you. I hadn't even noticed it. Oh, um, so what'd you get? Licorice. licorice. But I also cheated, but I think I smell it because I cheated. Well, oh, I, 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 with that said, <laughs> after we get this nosed, <laughs> I've got a new way I want us to... Uh, to try the first drink. 
Have you guys been messing with my mic? What's going on here? All right, we're going to do whatever Steve tells us to do. No, I'm just suggesting it. I am just suggesting it. How, how are we supposed I to do I guess how we were doing it was not sophisticated. No one at this table has ever listened to anything I had to say. No one. Look Sometimes. At, <laughs> looks, at, looks at Carly. <laughs> All right, I, I seen something today. Okay. It's where when you take your, your first drink, you wet your palate, hold your mouth. For 12 seconds while you breathe through your nose. Just let it sit in your mouth. And then... You don't do that automatically already? That's gross. That's listen, 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 listen. It's going to turn your teeth yellow. No, you leave your teeth... Take your teeth out first. Yeah. That's the best way to do it. And then you swallow one or two little... Three swallows till you get it gone. And what's it supposed to do is numb your taste buds and palate and stuff. Not, not numb it, shock it. So the next time... After that, you re-smell it or sniff it knows it and you should be able to pick up a whole lot more characteristics from the you haven't been doing that seriously no i haven't how long you been doing it I'm, well a modified version of that but yeah what's your t- t- what's your modified version just drink it, just drink it. <laughs> all, right. <laughs> all right so uh, do it does it matter how much i that i take or i drink or uh just just enough to get you, you know, enough I mean, in your mouth. Just do, do this whole thing or no well you probably yeah. could but we can we can drink now Mm-hmm. All right. mm-hmm. And as they're drinking, I'm supposed to keep talking, apparently. <laughs> this is fun to watch. Y'all should try talking with it in your mouth. Yeah, maybe I'll. <laughs> oh, gosh, you tried. Maybe all tried. three of us shouldn't have done it at the same Not time. Not a good day. Glad we had a ho- I mean, I'm glad we had a uh, guest. You need some here, napkins? Don't spit. Yeah, you must have pissed off on me last time. <laughs> I get vanilla. Actually, I'm swallowing. Huh? I'm now. That's a long twelve seconds. All right. I like vanilla. I, like I got tobacco. When, I like it better when you couldn't talk. I'm getting tobacco out of that. I'm getting tobacco. Wood. Um, a little bit of barrel. A little bit of. Um, getting a little bit of. Uh, hate to say it. Don't say it. Caramel. Get a little caramel, yeah, out of baby. That. Caramel. <laughs> I get a lot of vanilla though. I don't know why. All I got right, some vanilla too. Huh? All right, Carly. So you said you cheated. What? What were the? Do you remember the tasting notes that you read? Um, one was licorice. Is this not it right here? Was I reading the wrong thing? Is that it? Yeah, that is. That's what I was looking for right there. Taste of caramel corn sweetness mingled with butterscotch and licorice. Oh, so you cheated off my page, or did you look it up for yourself? Well, I didn't know what we were looking up. <laughs> oh, okay. So you don't know what we're drinking. You just know what it's supposed to taste like. Yes. All right. Cool. All right. Okay, it says here that the aftertaste is a soft mouth feel. Okay, what's the opposite of a soft mouth? Is it like a, a hard, hard mouth, mouth feel? So, so what is that? What the heck does that mean? I have no idea. It's a hard mouth feel. Opposite Maybe it's soft, soft and mellow on the palate. I don't know. Maybe you had it in your mouth too long. Now it's going numb. <laughs> that's probably the whole idea. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the whole thing. It's not numb, but it's supposed to uh, shock your senses. Your taste buds. Actually, I think that's a good idea, actually. All right, see if there's anything else on the nose. Yeah, and normally, we don't all do it at the same time. Luckily, you were here to cover for us. Thanks for letting me know. And I don't know if I give you that clue of of rolling my finger to let you know you need to talk, but uh, you picked right up on that. Or you just realized you got three goobers in there. pretty intuitive. (laughs) If everybody's staring at you, you probably need to do something. All right. Get something else. See what we get on the nose. It's pretty awesome. I think they did open the nose up a little bit. Like I did what? Open the nose up a little bit. I think I'm getting more. You know what? Now I can smell the licorice. I really can. Really? Yeah. I can. Yeah. I'm getting some. I am getting some. Maybe brown sugar. Maybe licorice. I don't know. I think it's licorice. Open it up a little bit. Yep. All right. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. You still smell the same thing? Still smelling it. I'm talking about. The, I'm not talking about Buck. I'm talking about the the liquor. <laughs> buck Muck. <laughs> she does listen to our show. Are you really cold? For our <laughs> listeners, Buck is sitting here with uh It's called a blanket, Vernon, a blanket. Yeah, wrapped around him. I about didn't see you, Buck, was your camouflage. <laughs> you We're about like, to give him the pink notebook. <laughs> you look you look like a Native American from Scotland. Where's that pink, where's that pink notebook at, Steve? He's, he's drawing my blanket. Do I really need to run the, the notebook to him? <laughs> Let him hold a pink notebook so I'm we can take a picture. That pink notebook. I'll wear a camo, but I ain't wearing no pink. You ain't wearing it, just hold it. I ain't holding it either. Gosh, you 
All right. So what do you think? What do we think about the EHC? It's kind of a gimme because we all three have had it four, right? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it's my very favorite bourbon really? that I've had so far. Yeah, I like it too. And uh, a fellow hiker of mine, um, we 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 tried that. We went up there to the mountains. Um, anyway, what mountains? We liked it. My, where we went? Yeah, we went checked on the camper. Yes. Yeah. Cool. And, uh, oh, that didn't go. Well, you said you, what we're talking about is uh, three of us. We're gonna go up there and check on the camper and Never look. Never mind. And yeah, and look around and just uh, kill some time up there. I and wanted to go. I wanted to go. Buck said, "If I don't have to work, I'd go." And that's the last we heard. Reggie and I talked about it, and then Buck never seen anything, so no. we assumed you had to work. <laughs> Reg and you talked about it, and you're like, "Let's just go." All right, let's go to the judge. Judge, what do you say? Y'all already had this argument before the podcast. <laughs> well, 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 well. Wait, wait. Hey, Buck, listen to my chair when <laughs> I lean back. Yeah, Buck's chair squeaks terribly. Now, now let's hear yours when you lean back. Oh, no, but but by the way, do you, do you not appreciate that chair? And it never did that. Not, that's my old chair. You've got the, you were sitting in a little picnic table chair. Now you got your nice, cushy chair. And you're making it squeak. We're going to talk about something tonight besides this chair. We are. We're going to finish up on this book real quick. We've got some serious stuff we need to switch over to. Okay. Well. All right. Carly, at what point did you and I decide to turn this this uh, story into a book? It's been a long time. I don't even know when I always. It's you always Zeppelin talk about doing it. it. It's been a long time. Now, who did you market this book towards? I can imagine. Well, from three, to, what it's what two to two to six, two to six year olds. So people in Gastonia could read it. Not all the people in Gastonia hate you. <laughs> I, I, it's true. I, it's true. I can agree with that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, it's, and I would like to say I had more in, involvement, but uh, Carly t- took and ran with it and made it what it is today. And how many words? Do you know how many words? No idea. Oh, really? It's about 35 pages, but the words are big for kids to read. So. Yeah. And very colorful. Why did you pick the colors you did? Uh, can we go and give a little bit of information about Eddie? Can I? Is no, that you, okay? Yeah. Let me, you let did. Me, you illustrated. Let me show this mm-hmm. to the, our audience. Yeah. Everybody look. <laughs> All right. Look, look <laughs> to your radio like. right now. <laughs> Eddie is, is that yellow? That would be yellow. Okay. Eddie is yellow. Why do we choose a yellow caterpillar? I really just started doing it, and he became yellow. No you know, real this direction. Is, <laughs> this is a story about a caterpillar plays in the park with children, right? He talks mm-hmm. uh, to the you know, talks to the kids, talk to his mom, and at some point, Tim, if I'm giving away too much, he wants a pair of shoes, mm-hmm, like all other kids. And but anyway, during the whole time we're going over the the book, Carly had one problem: spelling. No, <laughs> that's my problem. She said, well, if he's a caterpillar, shouldn't his mom be a butterfly? Okay. I said, okay, cool. That's fine. I understand that. But now the whole thing about this caterpillar talks, wears shoes, plays with kids in the park. That's the problem you got a part, problem with. That's where, it's going to mess those kids up in science class later. <laughs> that's what you got a problem with. Mama's not a butterfly. <laughs> But she's just illustrator, so it could be anything she wanted it to be. Well, my husband also pointed out that the butterfly in the book only has four legs. All insects have six. Well, it's not an insect. It's a butterfly. <laughs> okay. So there. there you have it. So there, Asher. All right. Uh, well, pretty good. Can I give a shout out to the people we dedicated it to? Please do. So it's dedicated to Rhonda Ray, also known as my mom. We decided to dedicate it to her, and I know she listened to the podcast. So hi, mom. Hey, Hi, and Mom. we hey, also dedicated it to all the dads telling their daughter's stories. So the, to the dads telling their son's stories, they can just go. <laughs> Read another book. Yeah, look, find something else. Because <laughs> I think I was around, what did you say, five years old when you first told me this story? Yeah, about that. Yes. And the funny thing about it, too, is you used to, she used to go to bed about eight o'clock. And and Mom was always first choice laid down with her. Once laid down with her, she falls asleep. And Mom's always first choice that she's busy. And I got, I got to do it. I tell her stories. And. Usually I wake up about four a.m. Still laying there. Now, so now, did you serve as the editor of the book too? Um, I edited the first round, and then I looked at it so long I had to have two other friends look over it as well. Okay, so you had two friends edit mm-hmm. your, edit the book. 
Now, are they editors or what? They were just what? Yeah. So Lizzie, she works at the Billy Graham Association as a writer. And then my friend Courtney, she's a talented poet and just really good with words. And she know it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> now, did, uh, have you got a, did you guys get an agent or what? Are you in the middle of doing that? Or No. I mean, Amazon Publishing, anyone within reason can publish a book. So as long as you have a good story and you can get it copyrighted and you're good to go. Yeah. Great. So there's zero chance of me ever publishing a book. Well, I wish I could say, say more about that, but seriously, so I applied the uh, words to the page and uh, she done everything else. Way to go. Good job. Yeah. So far we've made $12. All right, man. We're <laughs> yeah. rich. <laughs> Cha-ching. Well, I mean, it takes. I mean, it takes time, and you're not going to do this. Well, that's, that's what I was talking about. And I, I told Carla, I said, you know what? You can keep all the money unless it gets really crazy money. And I mean, by crazy money, it's thirty bucks or more. Oh, yeah. So now, no, have no. you have uh, have you submitted this to a publisher yet? No, I think we're just we talked about doing that, but we chose Amazon because I mean, the money money is nice, but it's just a perk. We kind of just wanted to have a book together. Can so. you uh, can you do both? Can you go to through a publisher? I mean, I think so, or something. And then uh, you can also publish on Amazon at the same time. Mm-hmm. As, I mean, I might be out? wrong. Yeah, well. Don't fact check that. I know what we're doing. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to hit. Um, Carl's got a lot of, um, what do you call them? Not ties, but uh, connections. Some places we can do the book book signings and book sales and places going to carry the, hopefully carry the book for us. Yeah, do some mm-hmm. readings. You can yeah, read to the readings. children. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Hope, hope you don't mind when I have my little glass with me. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Might make it more gotta, fun. I got to loosen up a little bit before I start reading to you kids. <laughs> you have to say, why are you drinking? Well, look around. That's why. There's little snot lockers running around everywhere. <laughs> little what? Snot lockers? Snot lockers. Okay. All right. So what, I mean, is this is this going to be like a... Uh, a future endeavor for you? Yeah, we actually are looking at, we'll talk a little bit about the book number two. That's what can, you asked me. Can you do one on Buck's squeaky chair? I just hope it's a chair. It's driving me crazy. Mr. Buck is pissed. Yeah, again. <laughs> That's but, a good time. <laughs> Mr. Buck is pissed. Come uh, on, children, let me read you this book. Yeah. Why is Buck pissed this week? So, I mean, okay, well, since you put it that way, why in the world did you think that you would be able to write a book? Evidently you did. Because I'm super intelligent, Buck. Have you not realized that by now? You remember, Buck, his mind's like 75 feet out from his head. And I'm a wordologist? How about that? He is. Say it again. I'm a wordologist. What are you doing over there? I'm changing chairs. Thank goodness. All right. Yeah, I have used that chair every podcast but this one. Never have we had that problem. It's because you sit right up on top of the table. Well, and my chair also pops, and that's why I'm sitting completely still. I got a different chair, but it, it pops if well, I move around too much. Sometimes, sometimes. Hey, Carly, would you check the uh, check out the label? See what the weight limit of that chair is, please. That's probably what what was wrong. All right. I ain't got All no right. room to talk, but just stick with this chair for now. <laughs> <laughs> that chair squeaks uh, too. If that was a I didn't chair. mean to do that. <laughs> Well, Carly, we're glad you're with us, and we we're glad you uh, took the time. You drove up from Greenville, what, an hour and 15 minutes? Yeah, about that. Yeah, just to be on a podcast. Just made a special trip just for the podcast today. Cool. Oh, and too, we took some pictures to uh, promote the book. And so that's cool. But with that said. So you're seriously not going to try to publish it? It is it published. It is published on but, Amazon. But I mean, to like free spirit published. I mean, I'm looking all this stuff up while you're. He can be our agent. Right, right here. It's kids. <laughs> kids can press. Kid, kids can press. Okay. I mean, Sounds like a rock singer. MB Publishing. There's bunches of, of uh, penny it's, candy books. That's not like it's already book. published. It's already done. It's already out there. I want you to make money. <laughs> what, do I owe you money? <laughs> not yet. Probably. I want yeah, you to make money doing pro- this. Probably the other way around. Well, I want you to keep on writing books. We've got, I'm, I'll give a little insight to it. We talked about it barely on the web here, but the next book is Eddie and going to deal with the kite. Now, so are you going to keep it based towards these same kids, the yeah, we'll same go, age group, or are you going to go to a little, a little more advanced? 
Yeah, we may push you up to the third graders. <laughs> third graders? <laughs> More like Kings Mountain. <laughs> yeah, yeah to way to Kings yeah, so I actually do love Kings Mountain. <laughs> no, we're actually going. We're going to. Uh, we're going to stay at the same age group, I think, and right. try to make a little series. Of, you know, see how Eddie does. We like to see how Eddie turns out around the Fourth of July. See if that any sales pick up. Well, you I know, think he's cute. Now, he did you read the Harry Potter books and stuff? No. Okay. Well, I actually did read all of them. So, but would. they started going from. You know, you had. Well, he, yeah, he grew. He grew. Yeah. Up. And so the, you, the the books became much more adult and much darker as it went along. So at some point you like you like see Eddie as a killer butterfly. Well, it's not that, but what I am wondering is 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 Moth. Eddie going to is Eddie going to make that next step in evolution? Is he going to actually? Hey, Eddie could be Mothman, metamorphosized be into a spot a butterfly Mothman, himself, yeah. or what? His mom never became one. Ah, why did his mom never become a butterfly? Well, we try to be more politically correct. He's going to be a margin fly now. What? Margarine fly instead of butter. Margarine's better for them. Margarine. Margarine. He's saying margarine. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> How in the world do you mess up so many words? I don't. And yet, and yet, I don't mess it I'm up. I'm holding a book that you wrote. I didn't mess it happen? up. How does that even happen? Hey, I can't help how you hear it. I know you how I said it. All, all three of us heard the all same right, they don't need. They don't need your help, young lady. You talk too fast. Thank right. you. Hey, Buck, can you move those boxes to that corner? Because she's about to be standing in <laughs> Draw a little circle and make her put her nose in it. Hey, I did that one time on the beach when her and her cousin were, was got in a little fuss fight. Went on the beach, or both of them were little. So I drew a circle, made them both stand side to circle in the sand. That's put them in sad. timeout. Yep. I put a drug dealer in timeout one time at work. Did was, you really? Doing search warrant, yeah. Uh, did you? Yeah, he didn't like it at all, but he stood there in the corner. That's funny. He actually stood there. Yeah, he did. His friends were laughing at him. And everybody coming in, so what's he doing in the corner? I said, he's in timeout. That's what Wooten should have done that time when we were up in North York. You all right, Steve? You all right? Seriously. Yes. <laughs> Jeez. What in the world? Did go down the wrong pipe? It did. I was trying to uh, get away from the mic, so no one to know about it. Thanks but for bringing everybody's you're attention. You're throwing up hand signals. It's like, are you choking? Do we need to do the Heimlich? I was doing the chicken. What I was doing. All right. Let's rate this. Yeah, this is not fair because E.H. Taylor. Everybody knows E.H. Taylor. But uh, what's your thoughts? It's my number one. But that's not how you rate them. Yeah, it's not. I'm getting ready to rate it. Oh. I'm going to rate it. And this is Buck, by the way. I'm going to rate it 8.5. All right. Buck's 8.5. I guess I need to get my thing. I'm going to go um, nine. You're such a bourbon snob. You How about that? bourbon snob? You You're always say I rate everything snob. low. Go ahead. It's all because it's the age Taylor that you rate it high. Oh, I didn't finish the story about the hiker. Mark Putnam and I uh, went there to, uh, we hiked, and he's hard to hike with. We came back and. Uh, <laughs> he's a beast. He's a beast. Oh, he's a beast. He's just a beast. <laughs> you, have, you have to know that story. <laughs> we will tell that sometime. As I look, I look at uh, Carly when I say you have to know that story. Uh, yeah, we need, we need to have him on there one day, but. Uh, we came back, grilled out some local beef, all the local stuff up there, and it was an excellent meal, and we had E.H. Taylor sitting on the front porch of... Now, is that the yeah. night y'all crashed a golf cart? You know, some things my daughter may not need to know. <laughs> you crashed the golf cart? Yes. No, I didn't. Is it yes or is it no? No. Uh, no is what? Do you want to hear a story real quick? I want to hear the yes. You know, I'm not, I, I don't like telling stories. Oh, no, really? No. Really? Well, that's a new one on me. We're sitting here watching uh, our favorite comedian, Bill Burr, and there's three of us up there, and Mark is sitting on the couch. I'm going to say he's passed out because we didn't drink so much he would pass out, but he's 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 semi-conscious watching TV, and every time we'd laugh, he'd laugh, <laughs> never opened his eyes. And then we decided we're going to go riding a golf cart. And Mark says, I'm going, I'm going, and I promise you, he's sitting on the back seat, hanging on to the rail that holds the top, and he's snoring the whole time we're running. <laughs> and we cut through, uh, Clay and I are up front, we cl- cut through, seriously, uh, probably waist deep in high grass out by the creek, and couldn't see the big rock, but the front wheel bounced over, and the back wheel caught it, and it turned us in a, a super curve right toward the... The uh, creek. That, that's all it was. So you crashed? No, we didn't crash. You just hit a big rock and it turned us. That's it. You hit a big rock and you crashed. It turned, we didn't crash. Did it turn you 
over? No, 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 it didn't turn us over. It just turned us in the sharp did, right. Uh, how did Mark stand on the? It was, it, he never. We had, he don't know it. If you ask him to give you details, he can't. He knows it happened because we talked about it. No, he never woke up. Anyway, that's the story of the crash. He's a beast, though. He's a beast. You're awfully uh, quiet down there, baby girl. Just listening. Well, you got to be a part of all this now. You need to chime in. Let's hear that hound dog impression one more time. Oh, me? <laughs> yeah. No, hound dog. Give me exactly hound, what hound dog. Give, give Listen, us an impression. I, I did not get tickled during that. I can't do it again. That was funny. <laughs> and it was her idea. That's good. That's I said, would you like to do the intro? Can I do it like Reggie? I said, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so uh, you want to hear what my rate is at? Uh, I do. 30 minutes later. Was telling the golf cart story that got broke. That got y'all brought that up, not me. Nine point five, average nine. Okay, so why do you not rate it a ten if it's your favorite? What it's is a ten? If it's do you have a higher favorite? I don't know. I, that, I don't know. So you just leave. I don't. Room I don't. Case, I don't case, case 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 come up. You know why he's leaving the room? That man is aging his own whiskey. I am. At some point, we're going to be sampling here. So when so I bring be this aristocrat next week, you're going to really no, no, no. Leave when, no, when I'm uh, like Steve said, I'm aging my own whiskey, and it's uh, will be ready probably in June. So sometime after June, we'll uh, I'll bring it. Yeah, we'll try it. If it's any good, and it's not going to be Rybuck. <laughs> it's not. Talk on. You want to take a guess what's going to be? Off quiet on the show. Uh. Not right. Do you not ever listen to these podcasts? Do you ever listen to us? What, 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 what do you want me to say? Every episode, I always say it's a good, yeah, you know, it's a good uh, palette. Uh, I mean, it's your episode. It's your, it's your microphone. It's your soundboard. Your table. Your headphones. Your headphone. No, these are my headphones. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's talking to you, but not oh, me. No. You like the rye. I like the barrel stuff. And Reggie, Hound Dog likes. We did. Why is it so hard for you? So is this weeded? <laughs> oh, you must have been a detective in a prior life. Not this, not this end, but uh, so why does Reggie like it so much? I just, do. I just think it's good, and I actually had some uh, old elk. Oh, I opened the old. Oh, did elk. you really? I did. Did you use the the fancy? I did. It's kind of cool. Fancy what? We have a stopper. Yeah, you know, elk head stopper. When you pour the whiskey, it pours out of the elk's mouth. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. pretty cool. I tried it the other day, and it was actually better than I thought it would be. And it's got a lot of rye in it. All right, good deal. But you can't taste rye. Oh, my oh the air conditioner kicked back on. <laughs> Studio 77, and Buck goes for his blanket again. All right. We need, we got their bourbon judged. We covered the book. You all right down there? I'm doing good. All right. I don't know bourbon, so I'm quiet. What do you, do you, oh, never mind, I'll ask you that later. <laughs> do you actually what? drink anything at all? Do you actually? How old are you? I'm 25. I mean, you look. No, why you look at me when you say 25? Like, like I you look like, so young. Um, do you drink any? Do you drink at all? I'm not to put you on the spot. Why are you looking at me for? Hey, no, she can't because of her job at a. At a uh, I just want to be careful with what I say, but I'm shaking my head. Okay. <laughs> She's shaking. I don't head, know no. which way, but I'm shaking my head. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, unfortunately, we need to switch gears. Oh, I got one more thing. One thing, yes, sir. Quick. Um, I just got a uh, what's some things called text message. From, <coughs> excuse me, from a guy that I worked with. You know, last week I told you that we uh, got that hundred and ninety-five pounds of pot. Yes, he refreshed my memory. He called me this morning. One hundred ninety-five point five. Yeah, but he. he <laughs> He called me this morning and said, man, you got one thing wrong. I said, what's that? He's like, what we got? He said, we got actually two kilos of cocaine in that house. Oh, cool. So, really? Yeah. That's pretty good. So the uh, so people actually do listen. One or two. This <laughs> good guy, deal. Carly. Um, well, he, that's excellent, man. He said, uh, we got two kilos in the house, and you and I were walking outside. I didn't smell anything. You smelled it in the van, multiple bales of marijuana. Well, good deal. Nice correction. And that was a Jim pool. Thanks, Jim. I know you listen. Yeah, and Jim, yeah, we appreciate that. We actually do ask for listener feedback. And he, he gave it to me. Uh, I talked to two new uh, bourbon nights 
at the ABC store this week. And they're both going to going to listen to the show. And I said, I told him, I told him about the uh, Facebook page, profit page. And we'd like feedback, good, bad, and different. We don't know how we can better the show. Was those uh, guys from Gaston or around here? Yeah, around here. I think it's close enough from drive to the liquor store. I don't know where they're actually from. Okay. All right. Still quiet down there, baby girl? Still here. All right, good deal. Buck's studying something really hard. Are you reading the book? He's looking at the publishing a bit. Are you reading the book there, Buck? Do we need to explain a word no, to you? I've already. Oh, that's good coming from you. <laughs> coming from you, that means absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. All right. So what you looking right. at, Buck? Uh, our next section here. That's yeah, Buck could be very studious. Yeah, we're switching gears. Do you want to lead with that, Buck? Well, I mean, I, 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 mean, I almost hate to start this because uh, – it, it, is, it is it is such a dark and a, and a, a terrible time here in, in Gaston County. Um, we had an officer that was that was unfortunately killed while responding to a call. Um, it's one what three days ago. Yeah. Yes. Was it three or two days ago? Uh, Friday. Um, I mean, it's, it's the first officer's been killed in Gaston County quite a bit. So it's the third officer's been injured in the last month. Probably maybe in the last three weeks. It's true. Um, it's mm-hmm. just a, it's a terrible thing. And you know, as a police officer, these things hit so hard. Because I mean, this happened in a break-in. How many times do police officers go to break-ins? I mean, you go to them. You know, if you're working third shift, you go you go to them all the time. Even if you're working first shift, you know, you go to residential break-ins. I mean, on a daily basis, you don't think too much about them. Um. And you know this guy was—he was 26 years old. He would be 26 today. Today, yeah, mm-hmm. 26 today, and uh, you know he'll never see another sunrise. It's true. And uh, it's, and you got to realize that there's more than one victim here, not just him; it's his whole family. Exactly. Yeah, they all suffer. You know, in the law enforcement community, they say they all the guys that work, they works with the guys that associate with you know from surrounding departments. Well, as a representative of the community. And and of, of you know this of a whole of Gaston County as a whole, this should be a uh, this should be a tragedy for everyone in Gaston County. I agree. Now there are going to be some people who who are who may have had some bad interactions with police before, or who just you know just do not like police, and they might scumbags. Just, they well call them what you will. They might be sitting around. Scumbags. I cleaned I cleaned it up the youngins here. Yeah, <laughs> they might be applauding this or something. Now, you know, ultimately this you know we represent you too. And um, this is this is a sad thing that, you know, that that we have to go through this again. This is a this is the third one I've been through, and uh, I, I do not like it at all. Were you you weren't working at the college that night, were you? I, I came in the next morning, and uh, you know it happened right behind uh, Belmont Abbey College. Yeah, now where, where your college is is in the uh, corporate city limits of uh, Mallee. It's Belmont. Belmont. So it's in North Belmont, and uh, this happens. <coughs> I mean, the the uh, the back property line of the of the college almost touches where the the property line was happened. So you know, we they gave out a, a bolo, be on the lookout for, of a car, and we you know me and my partner went out and and you know, looked just, you know, looked over the campus, to make sure it wasn't sitting there because uh, you know that would be a good an easy place for them to go hide. Oh, yeah, it's like a safe campus. area too. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's you know, I wish there was something positive. It's so it's such it's so gut wrenching and um, and it's t- so tough for us right now. I mean, it's I don't even really know what to say. Yeah, but, go ahead. You go ahead, sir. No, I'm I'm used to waiting on you. <laughs> go ahead. No, I was going to say, yeah, you, you go through being a fellow officer, you go through different stages. At least, at least I do. You know, first you're sad, and then you t- it turns to extreme anger. Yep, extreme that's, anger. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you go through shock. Yeah, I mean, we go through shock when something happens. It's, it's, it's almost like a family member dying unexpectedly. It's, I mean, it's shock. It's a shock to us. Yeah, I hate to disillusion my youngin, but I'd have no problem being the guy to do the little injection. This guy and talk crap to him about his mom the whole time he's dying. <laughs> I understand. I'd love to do that. And they did get him. I feel like I got part of that from you. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I was talking to you earlier. Do you do you know pretty much? You sound like you know a little bit more about the whole situation well, than I did, you know, as far as you can tell. 
as, as you can say anyway. What my understanding is, and I understand it's, it's, it's a it's a two business type location, car wash and a, what is it? A car wash and what else? It's uh arcade. Arcade. It's arcade where Which I think they go a, in and they actually go bail on stuff. It's a illegal gambling operation. Right. Oh. I know that for a well, fact. Late at night, early morning, uh, the business owner gets a flag from his camera system, and he's actually watching somebody bring into the business. Calls 911. Uh, being the heroic, uh, tough police that he was, Green Holly PD re- uh, responded. I think he was first one on the scene. My understanding when the uh, second officer got there from Belmont, Mount uh, Holly officer, what's his name? Was actually... Uh, I'd already been shot. And then he laid down cover fire stuff while everybody else pulled him to the to the ambulance and took off to the hospital with him. So sad. I agree. It is. Buck's looking at some stuff. How's tell me, you being you grew up from day one. I'm a cop the day you're born to to now. Did you ever thought that it's just a normal day? It's normal routine stuff for you see me go to work, right? See me put the uniform yeah. on and go. You didn't think twice about it because that's all you ever knew. Well, thank you and Mama protected me a lot, so I didn't know a lot either. That's good. It was yeah. Tyler Herndon. Um, was it, I had met him one time. Uh, it's probably been about four months ago. I had um, There had been a uh, truck on campus that was picking up metal and stuff, and I got behind it, and uh, I didn't want to have access to DCI, and I didn't want to call in to uh, communications or anything. So I had uh, I saw the Mount Holly officer, and, he, and it was happened to be Officer Herndon, and he ran the tag for me. Very nice, very nice, very likable uh, young man. Well, I'd like to give a shout to Chief Roper. Yes. Town of Mount Holly, Mount Holly PD. They are standing up. They're doing their what's right, and they are taking care of this officer's family and, and addressing the needs of the public. And I, I understand they're, they're being as um, transparent about everything they possibly can and yeah. still protecting the I watched the press conference that uh, Chief Roper did yes. the other day, and it was he did a very, very good job. I'm proud of him. Yeah, Chief Roper's a good friend of all three of ours. All right, well, that's uh, anything else on that? You know, and, and as sad as it is, we still can't you know, take away from this. There was a benefit day for uh, Sergeant Nelson and Officer Lewis. They were. The two Gastonia police officers had gotten shot a couple of weeks ago. Yep. And if either of you guys are listening, Nelson or Lewis, we've got uh, some couple of – Gifts. Yeah, giddy, giddy. Giddy. <laughs> got some giddy Good, bags. Got some giddy bags over giddy, here. Got some giddy bags. Got a couple of goodie bags for you. We, I'm going to try to get with them. Matter of fact, uh, tomorrow or Tuesday before we do our work. Okay. Get them out to them. All right, let's do it. Now, do, do we know anything about his um, about uh, his service or anything that's going to happen? No, I uh, asked my wife to look it up. For me, and she says she can't find anything about the or the services. Been keeping an eye on it myself. I hadn't seen a thing. What about is there any uh, anywhere we can send money in? Or uh, I know there's some restaurants and stuff that are are doing some stuff. For yeah, them. man, it's you know it's really surprising how the uh, silent majority really stands up when these things happen and support the law enforcement, law enforcement community, and you know, really show the love and the care they have and respect they have for law enforcement. You don't hear that. You know, all you hear is these scumbags run their mouth and. Uh, the liberal media giving them all the uh, all the attention they possibly can. Is that thing got a volume button on it? Yeah, apparently not. It's, it's, apparently not. Yeah. All right. I'm back. Sorry, guys. Right. No, none of these boys. I'm, I'm amazed. Both of them got their computers out. I don't. I, <laughs> you know, actually, we we had a whole nother podcast laid out on paper for a you know loose script we do to do, and unfortunately, we had to just switch gears a little bit. Well, since we do have someone else in here, let I me. Mean, what do you? Th- I mean, when your dad went to work, did you think about it, or, or was it just something that? Well, my dad's a cop, and you never thought about it. I mean, not really. I just grew up with it. It's just like everybody else's dad going to work. Hey, I, I'll tell you a funny note on that. We are uh, what ground? Third. I was probably in like third. Yeah, third grade. Uh, her teacher asked me to come as a you know as a police officer, bring the police car, come talk to the kids, let them see the car. I see, I'd be glad to. So I got there, you know, I, you know, I did my little spiel, talked to the kids, and they're like, oh, the police, yeah, the police. The whole time, Carly, my young, kind of like, what's the big deal? <laughs> Let's go look at the police car. She's like, really? See I, that all the time. <laughs> I'd rather go play on the playground instead of look at that car. It sits in the parking in my driveway every day. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, all the we, kids. we agree with her. What's the big yeah. deal? Yeah. 
with you. <laughs> See, I wasn't nice. I mean, it still hey. is kind of cool. I like it more now that I'm older than. Uh, I must point out, I'm an author now. <laughs> oh gosh, an author. That's what's an Arthur. An Arthur. Not an Arthur. Is that like Arthur Smith? So now, <laughs> Arthur. So when uh, when did your mom ever experience express any type of um, worries or anything whenever he was going to work to you? Um, if she was worried, she had a really good poker face. It's more, it's more the thank God he's out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way mine is, I'm sure. But I mean, you know, it's you know, it takes a it takes a toll on our loved ones. Yeah. Uh, it's the reason we have such uh, a high turnover in, in uh, divorce rates, and then uh, you know I, I've had problems with my kids and stuff too. And you know, it's well, at least my daughter. Yeah, you know, it's like it's like everything else. You can't, you know, nobody at this table can look at the eyes of a doctor. Uh, neither one's been in the military, have you? No. You know, even though we're in law enforcement, we are what do you call it military like what's paramilitary the, yeah paramilitary you know we don't know what's like to be a soldier out there you know in afghanistan we can't walk in their shoes uh you know no can't walk in ours it's just no, only another cop realizes what a cop goes through and that's why you know when you first become a cop two years later all your friends are nothing but cops that's, that's very exactly true. right and still to this day all my friends are nothing yeah. but cops so I, I think i have one or two that's i've known since anyway you know, i have i had a, you know i had wonderful friends you know growing up but when I became a cop, it's like, to me, I mean, I was the same. I mean, I was the same person, but to to them, it's like I became a totally different type the of enemy. person. Oh, you do. You, I mean, do. you see a lot of different stuff, I don't, too. I don't think that they're saying that I was the enemy, but, you know, I think they were worried about me just getting them or something. That's Buck's phone going off. Squeaky chairs, <laughs> phone's going off. And I think Hound Dog gave a uh a command order to silence the cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> That's down quiet. I thought it was. All right. All right. I do want to bring attention to something else. Uh, Carly, can you turn the light out there in the studio, please? Can you reach it? No, I'm sorry. If you got to get up, I'll do it. I'll do it. You got the bungee cord, Steve. Well, but my, my chair's going to squeak. It's no worse than bucks. Oh, it, my chair's not squeaking. Thank it, you. Well, it was. Look at All it. right. We've got the lights out, and everybody pay attention to the Christmas decorations here in the. Hey. Studio 77, we have our Christmas lights on. We take a uh, picture of that, too. Well, Carly's already got it. You took a picture of those, right? I did. And we get those, we get those posted. Let everybody know we are. Oh, this is even better. <laughs> Let everybody know we are very Christmassy. In the book. All right, let's see. All right. So while Hound Dog's taking a picture, I guess we'll just be quiet. Picture, picture, <laughs> picture. That's what I said. It's not a picture. It is a picture. It's a picture of our Christmas lights. All right. Can I turn the light back on? Are you scared of the dark? <laughs> yes, please. I'm sitting here with two strange guys. Oh, no. All right. Much better. All right. Good deal. All right. Well, uh, our prayers and thoughts go out to the officer, Mahali PD, and their families. And uh, we are a resource if somebody needs to reach out and let us know if anything we can possibly do. Absolutely. We uh, all three are members of Renegade Pigs, and we have talked about doing something with our club. And we'll see how that what that actually turns out to be. But uh, we are we are uh, planning some things. So with that said, anything, anybody else got anything else going on? No, I don't really have anything. I've, I've, I actually watched some football today, believe it or not, which is I, I kind of feel bad about. But Panthers lost. But uh, I didn't watch any today. And have I, you watched any of this whole year? I watched it last week. I told you last week. I watched a little bit of the, uh, that game. I think I, I haven't looked at. I hadn't watched any of it. Done with it. I understand. I, I did too. I did too. So, do you want to talk about Bill Burr? <laughs> well, I did. That was part of our. <laughs> Oh, yes, we can talk about you that. you got like 12 minutes. Go for it. Don't be, Okay, let me explain something to you, little girl. <laughs> this is my control panel. You yes. can't be looking at the time. Don't look at the control panel. On the control panel. Yeah, don't even look. Don't even glance that way. <laughs> oh, this is our control panel. <laughs> smack people, your hand if you start reaching towards it. <laughs> so if it's like people can't see you smacking the table. Yeah, well. Yeah, prior to, the, we had a. Pre pre podcast meeting for you guys got here. Carly and Sarah talking about different things. What was going to go to the, co- the the podcast, and I was showing her the loose notes. Vanilla. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Coming out of the blue. Vanilla. What were you doing? Taking a swig of your very drink? vanilla. But we talked about the 
the coronavirus. We were talking about the coronavirus in the uh, car on the way over to the studio. And, you know, Bill Burr hit it right on, on the nail. Hit on the nail. Nail ahead. He, he, he used a hammer <laughs> and got some stuff done. Jesus, what? <laughs> hit the nail How right. How hard is that? He hit How the hard? nail right on the head. Just, That's what I'm saying. Lord. <laughs> Call me Steve, please. <laughs> But anyway, he used to always talk about in the way people. If he said if it's something to come through, some type of disease or something come through and knock out a lot of these people, how much how much easier things would be? Interstates would clear up. Everybody could go to the Super Bowl. Can we choose the people? Well, that'd be great. No, <laughs> no, honey, you and I be sitting here talking just by ourselves. <laughs> huh? <laughs> Cash dispersions. This is no. We was talking about y'all. Yeah. This is a very rare, 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 rare podcast. My youngin here is a guest in Hound Dogs Reading. <laughs> I'm I'm preparing, okay? For? We'll give a shout-out every week, do not? Oh, yes, sir. I'm okay. sorry. All right. Hound Dog's very well-read. I, I think I must uh, disagree with you on that. I think he's actually pretty well-read. <laughs> but, but it's a short story. <laughs> <laughs> One or two words. He may have been most. read, but it didn't take long to read him. <laughs> Anyway, so so much about Bill Burr, I guess. I don't know. We're talking about Bill Burr. In, in well, what do you, you want to say? He's talking about anyway people. You know, they're talking about the COVID coming in. It's killing very few people, though, you need to make light of it. It's not what uh, Governor Cooper's making out of it. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I think of all, eventually we're going to be back to stole stage one. Well, you know, like the, well, January or something. Why would you? Because Croner don't come out till 10. It comes out at 10 o'clock and goes back home at 5. <laughs> and do you know why he chose 10? ABC stores. He won't set tax base from his ABC stores. North Carolina is a state controlled. And, you know. State gets the the proceeds. Yes. And guess when liquor stores in North Carolina close? Uh, Nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. Dang. So it gives his his tax revenue based time to get home. That's why it's 10 o'clock and any other time. He's thinking nothing but money. It's like Biden, you know, we're, we're against guns, we're against guns. And now all of a sudden, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, I can charge you two hundred dollars per, per rifle. Yeah, no, okay, they're okay now. Per, and two hundred dollars per magazine that holds more than ten rounds. Yeah. Oh, they're all of a sudden they're okay. Oh, so that's he said. Yes, that I need too. to go get mine soon. Oh my <laughs> god! Yeah. Well, he's, that, that's what he's going to charge per year. Mm. Per year? Yes. You, you you have to pay that a per year surcharge to keep that weapon. Um, no. No. But now all of a sudden, the, the guns are fine. Guns are never yeah. a problem now. They're fine. They're good. Now he's going to get some money. But anyway. I don't have any guns. I've got a flintlock. So that's all I saw. I just got one gun. And it's a flintlock. $200. <laughs> that's what it's going to cost you. But I don't have, I got no magazines, so. Well, you, you don't, you I've got no that. magazines. Does that mean you have magazines? I've got no magazines. So you missed it. You should have said. That's what you said. <laughs> You missed it. You missed a prime opportunity. All right, honey, don't encourage him. Don't encourage him. But I mean, uh, you know, what what they don't know is not going to hurt them. I'm not going to tell them what I got. Just hope they don't listen to the podcast. I'm sure they do. <laughs> I'm sure they're sitting there, baby, breath first thing in the morning listening to that podcast. It's my favorite. What are they doing? How can we tax them? There are four people listening to this podcast, and there's four people. Buck said gun. Buck said gun three times. Let's charge him. Man, that's. $600. Yeah. All right. Oh, don't get me started. Man. So let's talk liquor for a few minutes, man. I'm, I'm telling you, the uh, Woodenville is flying off the shelves at the ABC store. It's good. It's my number three. I tell you, uh, a guy came in yesterday, and we're talking, he, and uh, he says, man, introduce me some to some new bourbons. He says, I've done all you know the staple bourbons. He's done the you know, all the regular name brand stuff, and that's I, I where I took him. He actually left with uh, Woodenville. Uh, Knob Creek Smoked Maple. And I can't remember what the other one was. That's uh, a cavity in a bottle. Legend. Now, uh, Hound Dog, are you going to start working here? I don't know. Um, you know, the people come in and always ask, you know, what should I get for gifts and stuff? Now, what do you usually suggest other than just – I think we've, ta- we've talked about yeah, this well, before. Yeah, we did. Yeah, people come in all the time wanting to uh, – I only get a bourbon for gifts. What's the best bourbon you got? And it's whatever you like. Yeah, it tastes so subjective. You know, I always push them towards like the Japanese bourbons. Do you really? I, or not, or whiskeys, just because it's different. 
And, you know, at least if you're drinking it, you know, there's it's, it's a difference. I mean, at least it came across the ocean anyway, well, or I'll push them towards Jefferson. Yeah, you're right. A lot of people want something special. When they it's more of a, um, of a centerpiece for a table or something yeah. and anything else. And it's something if you got people in there you can actually talk about. Yeah, it just gets so complex when you start talking about the, the flavors and taste of bourbon and what you may or may not like, how you drink it. Now, if you get in there, what are you going to recommend? Whatever tastes like caramel. <laughs> that they're caramel one. You got any caramel ones? Do you do you know the story behind that? I don't know. Do I? Was it on the podcast? Yeah, every buck noses and tastes everything so far. Everything from Diet Coke to a motor oil has tasted like caramel to him. That does taste like caramel. We never looked at. It. Never looked. I mean, this has got a very. It's not super dark. Well, there's no age statement on it, but we know it's aged at least four years because it's bottled in bond. So we know that it's, it's two years older at least than Benchmark. So is this know. the same as Benchmark? It's the same mash bill. But see, a lot more goes into it than that. Yeah, the mash so bill. What else goes into it? Well, Other the, than aging. Yeah, there's certain recommendations that has to go into the barrel and come out of the barrel as far as proof. They can manipulate that. They can manipulate the what uh rick house or warehouse it goes into what floor it goes into and all that what char the barrel so is is the bench is the benchmark going to the same stuff as that i don't know is it going to the same stuff as buffalo trace i or? don't know i know buffalo trace has one rick house on the property is that is 10 sided and the rest of them are all wood so now hound dog if i was finished good if i were to get <laughs> do you think that if i had if we had this sitting out here and we had some benchmark and we had two glasses without nosing it. Do you think you could taste the difference? Well, I'll try. With that said, now I've actually got Buffalo Trace and Benchmark over there to do one one episode for you guys. Give you guys a blind tasting on that. What about you? Well, on this one here. Well, somebody's got to know what it is to pour it. No, no, well, we no. We should have no. done it this time. No, we can't do, do it. Had, huh? We can we can do it the other another way. We can have somebody else pour yours for you, and and then they know what it is. Yeah, but I'm slow right. What? He's a bourbon expert. Yeah, you're a slow ride. Then I'm a what we were going to do we're, today, we had planned on them until the slow ride had this, is uh, we were going to get three very cheap uh, bourbons and rate those. And uh, we might be do that next week. Yeah, I was wanting something a little nice uh, that, I, that I knew very well. And uh, I wanted to each other to celebrate our book. Yeah, she's so sitting there drinking drink water. water. So you can get the uh, you can get the book through Amazon. Yes. Do you know how, how much it costs? Eleven ninety nine. Eleven ninety nine. You can get the book on Amazon, or you can just search on Amazon Eddie and the Fourth of July party, or you can go to my website. That's Carly C A R L E E Alexandria Double E Double E. Are we going to have it on our too. website? I don't know. Are we? <laughs> Can we? What are you looking at me for? Can you supply us with a link to your mm-hmm. stuff? Then that means yes. Did you we have can. anything? We'll put we'll put it on Facebook and Twitter. Yeah, and our Instagram that we don't have because Buck ain't done it yet. No, I have not done you it. You still yet. haven't done that. Instagram no. is the place to be. Really, Says a millennial? <laughs> well, we wouldn't know, honey, because we we only been working on that longer than that book. True, but we're working on it. No, I'm working on it. <laughs> I, okay. I can't get the whole is thing working down. Working on it or lack of working on it? It's lack of working on it. Okay. You sit around at work. Got plenty of time to do stuff. I'm working at work. I'm not sitting around at work. I'm working. Oh, I'm and working. actually, it has been busy this week. Oh, wait. You're working. Oh, I understand. We, can make, we won't make lighter joke of that. Yeah. Okay. All right. What I would like to do is <clears throat> I would like you, Carly, to give us another hound dog impression. Tell us, tell us about your day in hound dog's voice. About my day? Yeah. Oh, my day was boring. There you go. Oh, you're look, pretty, who you, look who you hung out with. I mean, it was pretty boring. Well, just got I mean, it really studio. got really boring at the end of the day. <laughs> look who she hung out with all day. No wonder it's so boring. This is the highlight. This is the highlight. Tell us what you have for breakfast. Oh, make us feel better there. Here Tell us what go. you have for breakfast in Hound Dog's voice. I had some yogurt and some blueberries and some coffee. <laughs> Do you have anything in your coffee? <laughs> uh, just some creamer. No water. <laughs> Don't normally pour water in my coffee. You don't have water in your coffee. <laughs> Comes out the little Keurig. All right. <laughs> Keurig. What? Comes out of what? 
It's a coffee maker. The Keurig. You know where you put the you little thing in? You know what it is. You know what it is. A Keurig? A Keurig. That's Keur- Keurig. Keurig. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. So you had coffee today? Yeah. All right. Good deal. You're not a coffee drinker? <laughs> I do drink coffee. It comes out of the coffee pot. You got a coffee pot? I do. And they lie. Is it 10? Those things lie. Is it 10? Here comes a joke. No, it's not a joke. <laughs> I picked up a coffee pot that said four cups. I thought, man, I'll never drink more than four cups. And that's a cup and a half. How big is the cup? I don't know. I don't know who's measuring these things. Did you pour four cups of water in it? Or no. did you measure it by the line? Yes, by, by the line. And the tigers. How much was this coffee pot? As far as price? Yeah. I don't know. I've had it four years, five years. Do you have to build a fire and set it on top of it? <laughs> <laughs> Work out the top of it. You got the little. See, y'all think y'all being funny, don't you? No, no this is a serious no, question. No, you plug it in and you pour a little water in there and it spits it through the little coffee filter and fills up the. the uh, you have to coffee put the coffee in the coffee filter? Yeah. Where would you put it? To be nice. Be nice. In a Keurig? In a little cup and you just throw it in and mash it down. Oh, it's a little cup? No, it's got a little coffee filter and you pour the coffee inside the filter. And so, how, do, how much coffee you know to pour in the filter? Uh, not much because it's not very big. Four cups. How big is your cup? You missed the whole point. <laughs> you said it was four cups. Yeah, it says four cups, but it only holds a cup and a half of coffee. How big is the cup? Your The coffee cup you drink out of? It's a regular-sized coffee cup. Oh, so, so like so. 16, 12, 16 ounces. No, it's not that big. <laughs> it's a regular little tent. What does it matter? We're hour and one mess in this podcast. No one's listening now anyway. No, for sure not. I just want to. I will show you before we leave. But anyway. You make a pot? Coffee. <laughs> Do you want to make a pot? Of coffee? No. I won't drink it because I'll stay up all night. Does, that, does coffee bother you that way? Oh, yeah. Does it bother you? No, it doesn't at all. I drink what? decaf at night. Uh, so I Do you drink decaf night. in the morning or you get the hard stuff? The hard stuff. Cool. Do you drink do you drink flavored coffee? No. I do. I do too. I like flavored well, coffee. Well, not normally, but I do. See, that's why I can it's like liquor. Why do you want a flavored liquor or flavored coffee? If you like coffee, See, drink coffee. If y'all taste coffee, I would have been all for it. I can smell it. I'm a coffee snob. We'll see. Well, there you go. Well, you get it honest anyway. <laughs> I don't like coffee that much. The snob part. It's not, <laughs> not nice at all. All right. Uh, he just now got that. <laughs> one, one last question for went, you. Ding. One last question for you, Carly. If you could, let's say, whatever issue you have, and you could ride in a hound dog about it, what would that question be? If you want a hound dog to solve your problem, I can't give you. I can't give you another dad. <laughs> Do what? <laughs> I can't give her another dad. I'm trying to think of a problem that I have. That's pretty good. You have to think. My date. goodness. Yeah, really. Traffic. Traffic problems down there. Too much, too much oh, money. Oh, people that block the intersection. Blow your horn. But it doesn't help. They don't get out of the way. They can't move. That does make me mad, too. All right, so this is your question, Hound Dog. Blow your horn. What do you do? Well, thank for thank you for such a <laughs> deep wisdom. Deep wisdom. We're, we're expecting you to, to thought that you one through, did you? You can't like nudge them and push them on the intersection. <laughs> Is that. it appropriate to give them certain gestures? gestures. You can back up and let them. I just mean in. mug. Oh, I do more mean do that. <laughs> yeah, you definitely can't do that. Seriously. She, you're mean mugging someone. Like, oh, man, she's flirting with me. Look at her. <laughs> this girl thinks she's six foot seven, 300 pounds of muscle. She really does. Good. I got it in me. From her dad, because his dad's. You said what? Five, what? Three, five three and fat. I'm not five three and fat. Not you, me. <laughs> but you said I got it from you. Well, I was gonna say you got your muscles and <laughs> call me tall. fat. Way to go, Steve. <laughs> All right. So that was it. It's going downhill. Well, your horn. If you can back up, let them back up. So you just. I hate, I hate there, that I had her ask you a question. Is now. there any de- <laughs> etiquette to it? Do you, can we can we throw them the bird or if you want? Is it appropriate? If it depends on how old the lady is. <laughs> The the birder or birdie, the one you're giving it to, the bird. Can like you get out and just like start kicking at the side. So of there's the car. an age yeah. limit. You can do whatever. There's you an want age limit for the bird. <laughs> yeah, 
What, what would the age limit? What would be too well, young for me to flip off? Somebody can beat me up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, size them up first. Whoa, whoa. All right, we're one hour, four minutes into this. Time to end it. Do you want to give me more plug? You got any plugs you need to give? I think I'm good. Just go buy the book and, and look, give us a review on Amazon. Yeah, good reviews. Only you good know, ones. If you, you like have the bad book, ones, keep don't. it to yourself. Yeah. All right. Uh, with that said, uh, we already get a plug for your your website, your mm-hmm. personal business, and that's going to be tied into our Facebook page. People can find you through yeah. that. Check out the travel prints, the travel tips, the book. All right. Uh, Oh, Renegade Pig chapter shout out this yes, week. Sir. It's Quad City Roadhogs. Go Roadhogs. They're in Illinois. You're going to ask you where they're from. Quad City. Any last words? Remember, it's Eddie and the 4th of July party. Eddie and the 4th of July party. Y'all go out there and buy this for your kids. Buy it up. It is uh, written by Steve Calvert, illustrated by Carly. It's excellent. Cur- Curly? Excellent. Carly, do I have a last name? Hey, I just read it out just to <laughs> make sure. Hoops. Hoops. And uh look guys, be careful out there. I mean it's it's a it's a it's a hey. tough world. Be careful. And um I got God this. bless you. I'm gonna end it. Ready? Go and as always, drink responsibly. <laughs> there you go. You can't say anything more than that. <laughs> <laughs>